Psalm 8. Verse 4. Psalm 8, verse 4. Amen. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Father, we are grateful to you for your word. We thank you for you're going to speak into our lives. We pray that the glory of Christ will be revealed in this house this morning. Name of Jesus will be exalted. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them in Jesus' name. And may Christ be exalted in this place. Every critical spirit be stilled. And may your spirit work in each and every one of us. Thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Today's message is titled, Man, O Man. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, man, oh man. Guess your neighbor was a man. All right. Man, oh man. The psalmist lying on the hillside looks into the stars, into the skies. Looks at the creation of God. And he marvels at God's handiwork. He looks at the moon, the stars, and all of God's creation as far as he can see. And he realizes that God is such an awesome God. The greatness of God is being revealed right before him. Quite often, we don't tarry or wait or ponder to think about the, uh, the greatness of God. Simply gazing into the universe, one can understand how awesome our God is. Praise God. David, when he gazes, he concludes the greatness of God based on what his visible eyes could see. But today, science and technology has advanced so much that we have the telescope, we have the microscope, we have the wide-angle lenses, we have so much more information at the tip of our fingers that we ought to stand before God and ponder on how awesome and great God is. But the psalmist does not stop with that. After looking into the universe, he looks into himself. He looks at his fellow beings, at man, and he says, Wow, God, you're such an awesome God. Now, look what he says. At this creation, how beautiful they are, how great they are. He looks at man and says, what is man? 
compared to this grand work that you have done. What is man that you are even mindful of him? That you even think about him? That you even give room for thought for him? That he occupies a place in your heart? What is man? How can you be thinking about him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. Praise God. See, when you look at creation and you look at yourself, you would ponder, what is it that God cares for us so much? Why would we even occupy a place in his heart? So the question is, what is man? As the psalmist raises it. What is man? And throughout the scripture, we have the answer. Man is God's creation. The crown jewel in his creation. Yes. Man is God's crown jewel in his creation. As created, man is God's masterpiece. Everything in the universe that you see and you don't see was spoken into existence by the power of God's word. But when it came to man, God scooped the dirt of the earth. And we are completely handmade by God. You and I are handmade by God. God's fingerprint is all over us. And the same psalmist in Psalm 139 says, when he's looking at ourselves, he says, Lord, you have made us fearfully and wonderfully. You look at man. In a man, you see things which are visible. Things which are hidden and things which are invisible. The visible is, of course, what meets the eye. And then there is the hidden. Hidden is, it's still in the physical realm, but it does not meet our eye. We need the help of science and technology to see it. We need to have an x-ray machine. We need to have an MRI to see what else is there in us and what goes on. But then there is the invisible, which is the spirit of God in man. So what is man? Man is a created being. He's God's masterpiece, the crown jewel in his creation. God has created us so intricately, so beautifully. When you study man, you realize that, wow, what a creation. Praise God. Yes. We are beautifully and wonderfully and fearfully created by God. Praise God. The ability to relate with our creator has been given to us. We are not an inanimate object like the stars or the planets. We might be little speck on the face of the earth in the universe, but God has placed eternity within us. God. 
Because the Bible says in Genesis 1.27 that we are created in the image and in the likeness of God. Praise God. The glory of God. The aura of God. The radiance of God reflected through man. Man living in obedience to God. He was a reflection of the glory of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. What is man? Man is God's creation. Praise the Lord. Created to reflect his grace and his glory. Praise God. Now the psalmist says, he's pondering, he says, Lord, when I look at all these things, who am I? Praise God. It's good to have a Humble spirit. The fact that God even considers me. But we don't want to suffer with lack of self-esteem. Because we are special to God. Praise God. We are chosen by God. We are handcrafted by God. Praise God. God put thought and time into you and to me. Praise God. Wonderful. And so God gives us, praise the Lord. The Bible says, the psalmist says that, what is the son of man that you even visit him? When do you visit people when they are in need? When do you visit people when they are sick? When do you visit people when they feel lonely? God, the creator of universe, found time to visit his Creation man in the garden of Eden. Praise God. Had an ongoing fellowship and communion with him. Praise God. And as long as man kept that, that bond with God, we see continue to flourish and radiate. Do you know what brings us worth and dignity is God's presence in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not only God gave him dignity, he also gave him dominion. God told him to rule and reign. Praise God. But we see when you look carefully at the scripture, the derailment changed everything. Man who was a masterpiece of God's creation became a puppet in the hands of Satan because of the fall in the garden of Eden. So what is man? He's a puppet in the hands of Satan. A fallen man in a fallen world in the hands of a fallen angel. Fallen man in a fallen world in the hands of a fallen angel. Praise God. Every unsaved person is a puppet in the hands of the fallen angel. Look what Paul writing to the Ephesians says. This is how he puts it. 
We who were dead in our trespasses and in our sins, we were dead. Not only that, in verse 2, this is how he says, in which you used to walk when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So a fallen man who does not experience the grace of God is a puppet in the hands of the fallen angel. He is walking according to the whims and the will of Satan. He is influenced by a different kind of power. Satan is his trendsetter. Satan has influenced him and directed him and directing him and his destiny is different other than what God has ordered and ordained for him. Praise God. Paul says they walked according to the course of this world. Do you know that this world has its own mold and it puts pours its devotees into the world mold and molds people's character and nature to reflect their master. Listen, listen, listen. When God created man, he wanted man to reflect the glory of God. But man, by his choice, when he fell into the hands of the fallen angel, there is another mold that he employs. He puts men into that mold of worldliness. And that mold reflects the nature, the character, the personality of Satan. No wonder people in the world, they act differently. When you read the news, when you see what's going on around the world, you realize, hey, what's going on? What's going on? People are going berserk. People are going crazy. It's their, their behavior is not normal. Why? Because they are under the direct influence of Satan. Yes, that's what the Bible says. There is a spirit of disobedience, a spirit of rebellion that tends to mock at God, that tends to question God, that tends to point fingers at God, that tends to look at everything that's godly and decent and say that's wrong. Because they are directly under the influence of Satan. Every unbeliever, one way or the other, is under the direct influence of Satan. The only difference is the degree of behavior that reflects their master. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They were led around by the chief ruler of evil spirit. Whose rounds is this atmosphere? Praise God. Willingly disobedient to God. Praise the Lord. No wonder we see people stoop so low. 
so low that they are, their behavior is worse than animals. Praise God. Praise God. Walking around, influenced and directed by the spirit of disobedience. Amen. And that you see in every realms. In every realms. Not only in individuals' lives, we see that every realms, up to the realms of law and, and rules that are made in the world, they are influenced and they tend to redirect lives into believing what is abnormal is normal, what is bad is good, what is evil is okay, because even the world system is directly under the influence of Satan, and he tends to take control of even the thought patterns of our lives. Hallelujah. We as God's children, we have to spend much time in the presence of God praying. As Paul puts in Romans 12 too, we have to make sure, be proactive, that we are not conformed to the patterns of the world. Because the patterns of the world is patented by Satan and it's his mold. And he wants to bring everyone into his mold. And we can only escape when we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Praise God. God wants us to be in touch with the originality, which is God, who is our creator. And for that, we have to renew our mind and think like him and act like him and walk like him and behave like him. That is only possible when we disable the spirit of this world and enable the spirit of God to work in and through us. Praise God. Being submissive to the Holy Spirit causes us to think his thoughts, to act like him, to behave like him, to conduct ourselves like him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. What is man? Man is God's creation. But what happened? Because of the derailment, man became the puppet in the hands of Satan. Praise God. God created man and gave him dignity Gave him dominion, gave him destiny, but Satan derailed it and man became depraved. Praise God. But thank God for the divine intervention. Praise God. The divine intervention makes man, praise God, an object of grace. Praise God. Listen, you and I, we were object of wrath. But because of the divine intervention, we become object of grace and mercy. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
where God's wrath should have come. Praise God. Instead of that, Jesus takes that wrath upon himself. And you and I become recipients of grace. And so man has become the trophy of grace. You know how Paul puts it? This is how Paul puts it. I want you to look at this. First Timothy 3.16, he goes like this. Hallelujah. Huh? What is he saying? First Timothy 1.16. However, for this reason I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all longsuffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Paul looks at his life and he says, you know, I have become a pattern. Praise God. What does that mean? It means, you know, when people looked at Paul and said, him? He used to persecute the church. How can he be saved? If he can be saved, I can be saved. You know, people can look at us and say, him? Her? You think they would look at it, you and me, and say, him, her? If he can do it, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it. You know what? You and I, we are the trophy of God's grace. The world will look at us, those who know our past life, look at us and say, if he can cut it, if she can cut it, if she can make it, we can make it too. When we walk around this world, we exhibit to the world that we are the trophy of God's grace. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what Paul is saying. He says, as a saved person, as one who has given his life to Jesus, as one who has come under the rulership and the reign of Jesus, you and I, we become exhibitions of God's grace. Praise God. You know the fallen angel in our fallen state was showing us off. Uh-huh. Praise God. We don't realize that. In a fallen state, man who has fallen is being shown. Is being exhibited. That's how he sells his wares. But as a saved person, heaven shows us off. Praise God. We become the trophy of God's grace. And every time... The world sees us, they will realize that this guy, this guy, this gal, praise God, there was no way he or she could have made it. But God, all glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. How is that possible? That's what Paul says. The psalmist don't realize what he's saying. He says how God visits man. But Paul puts it in 1 Timothy 3.16. He says, the mystery of godliness. Praise God became man. And he visited us in our depraved state. Praise God. God changed the very course of our life. Changed the very course of our destiny. Gave us purpose to life. Instilled eternity in us. And granted us abundance and eternal life. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
So what is man according to David? Praise God. The scripture says he is a saint. We are saved ones. We are the trophy and the exhibition of grace. Praise God. It doesn't stop there. We have been elevated and we are known as what? The saints. Wow. Saint? Who? Me and you, we are saints. Praise God. Looking at me, can you really say I'm a saint? What do you say? Looking at me, can you say I'm a saint? Some don't even want to look into my eyes. But let me tell you, looking into you, what do you think? Can I say that you are a saint? That's what makes you and me different. Praise God. We are saint not because of what we have within us, but what he has done for you and for me. He has justified us. He has sanctified us. And one day we will be glorified. Praise God. I've been set apart. And he calls me a saint. Praise God. Hallelujah. So whether you like it or not, I'm a saint. Whether I like it or not, you are a saint. Now the only difference is you and I have to align our behavior and our conduct to our title. Hello. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are saints of God. Who are we? We are saints. When there is a divine intervention in our lives, everything about us changes. God gives us a new lease to life. God gives us a new, opens a new chapter for us. He instills within us the life of abundance and eternal. And God sets us to reflect his glory and his grace. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look how Paul puts it in Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Praise the Lord. We've been crucified with Christ, and the life that we live now is a life of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a beauty that is. Praise God. My standing before God has changed, and now my behavior has to change also. Our standing before God is positionally, we are saints. Positionally, we are saved. We continue to get saved. Praise God. Day after day, we are being sanctified. But now we have to align our behavior and our conduct to what God calls us. That is possible when we realize that we are crucified with Christ. It's no longer we, I who live, but Christ lives in me. It's his life in me. It does not mean that our individuality and our personality ceases to exist. But what it means is we yield ourselves to him and the life of Christ lives in and through me. 
reflecting his grace and his glory. Praise the Lord. Who is man? What is man? Man has become, with Christ doing it, work in us, we have become the temple of the living God, where the Spirit of God indwells you and me. So when you and I are walking around, we become the carriers of the presence of God. Wow, what a difference from object of wrath to object of grace to the point we reflect the grace and the glory of God. Moreover, you and I become the carriers of the presence of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Finally, the question, what is man? Listen, I want you to look at this verse. This is beautiful. As John, the apostle of love, puts it. First John 3, 2. Beloved, we are now children of God. Praise the Lord. Right now, we are children of God because John 1, 12. Praise the Lord. We received him. We believed him. We are the children of God. Beloved, we are now children of God. And what we, we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we will be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Praise God. So look at yourself and say, hey, you know what? I might not be a perfect representation, reflection of his glory, but one day when he comes, I'm going to be like him. Praise God. A reproduction of him. Praise God. A photocopy of him. Praise God. I'm going to be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Dear friends, we are children of God. And it has not yet been known what we shall become. For one day when he comes, we shall become like him. It's true. We don't always act like sons of God. Isn't that true? Praise God. But John says when he shall appear. We shall be like him. We shall be like him. Do you want to be like him? Do you like to be like him? Do I like to be like him? It depends on how much I like him. <laughs> If I want to be like him, it's based on whether I truly like him. Praise the Lord. Every lover of Christ de desires to be like Jesus. When you read the Bible, what do you see about him? Jesus, he was so gentle... That the children loved him and wanted to be around him. Yet he was so commanding that with one look, those who wanted to criticize and harm him would just depart. He was so authoritative that the storm, the wind, and the weaves say, ceased 
before his command. Praise God. He was so tender and steady that at his word, those who accused and criticized the woman who was caught in adultery just dispersed. Praise God. He was so embracing that he was known as a friend of the sinners. Yet, he was so righteous and holy that the blood of Jesus can cleanse all from their sins. Praise God. Jesus indeed is the perfect role model for us. He's the perfect sinless one. Praise God. Hallelujah. He reflects the grace and the glory of God. And you and I have been given a destiny. Listen. Praise God. When he visited us, he gave us dignity because he changed the course of our lives. He gave us power and dominion. We were derailed, but there was a divine intervention in our lives. But he gives us destiny. When we look at him, one day we shall be like him. This morning, who are you looking at? What are you looking at? Praise God. Take your attention from anything that distracts you and look at Jesus, for he can change and rewrite your story. Praise God. He can change your destiny and connect your destiny with him. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, when you draw closer to people, you get to know more about them. And the more closer you get to people, you understand their flaws, the cracks in their character, you find their shortcomings. And do you know what that does to us? We tend to separate from them. That's human nature. But the more closer you come to Jesus, the more you know about his personality, his character, his love, his wisdom, his knowledge, his insight. You know what? The more closer you get, you are drawn into his presence. Why people will push us away, Jesus draws us into his presence. The more I read about him, the more I want to linger in his presence. And he draws me into his presence. Praise the Lord. The more we know about Jesus, the more we admire him. Praise God. We are impressed by him. And that should prepare us to become like him. Want to become like him. Hallelujah. The psalmist asked, what is man that you're mindful of him? Praise God. Let me tell you, man is God's masterpiece. Praise God. 
never meant to live a depraved, defeated life. But you and me are men and women of destiny. One who reflects his grace and glory and one day will become like him. Praise the Lord. So we prepare ourselves for that day when he comes. This is how the scripture says, those who have this hope in them purifies themselves as he is. Praise God. Day in, day after, shall we purify ourselves so that one day we will reflect him and become like him. All eyes closed. Father, we are grateful to you. Thank you for the privilege that you give us to come in your presence. Lord, we look into the scripture and we see the grace of God that is bestowed upon our lives through our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We give you glory and honor, Lord. Lord, we were defeated. We were puppets in the hands of the fallen angel. But we thank you for redeeming us, for snatching us out of the hands of the strong man and allowing us to reflect the glory and the grace of God. We realize that we are not done yet. For it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But when Christ comes, we will see you as we are, for we shall become like you.